guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you to my friend Ian Kidd is in Vancouver. He's the reason that we have the lovely cover art that we do for our podcast. You really brought our vision to life. So thank you so much for doing that. And I'm just going to jump right into today's topic. So we want to talk about relationships during a pandemic. And we don't just mean intimate relationships, because I think our mind often will go there when we hear relationships. We mean relationships with yourself, which will probably be the most important relationship that we talk about today. But we also want you to consider the relationship that you have with your career, your friends, your family, your spirituality, and your race. So I guess I'll get started today and I would like to share an experience I've had recently with you where I was forced to reevaluate the relationship that I have with myself. So I've always been a firm believer in loving yourself mm-hmm. before you're able to love anyone else or anything else. And I've also been a firm believer in being comfortable with your solitude. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was all of these things. I thought that over the past few years that I had really worked on this. And although there's always room for growth, I thought I got somewhere. I thought I was doing yeah. better than I actually was. Which you did, which you definitely did. Yeah, I I agree. I, I did get somewhere. I, you know, I'm, I'm more comfortable in my skin now. I actually, I'm my friends know this too, that I like being on my own. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I'm comfortable with my solitude, but being in quarantine and forced into solitude is a completely different story. It's mm-hmm. not, I wasn't by myself because I wanted to be by myself. I was by myself because I had to be by myself. Right. So when you strip away the surface, you know, all those layers that we cover ourselves in, when you strip away the armor that we protect ourselves with and the distractions and the labels, I was forced to question what's left. Mm -hmm. So I had to ask myself, like, who am I without my career? I'm a nurse. You know, Mm -hmm. I came back to Canada. I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't even have a nursing license. So I'm, I'm still not working. And so I still struggle with the idea of like, what am I doing? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a nurse in the middle of a pandemic. I should be working. I'm supposed to be working. I'm supposed to be helping people. Yeah. Not just every day of my life, but especially now when we're struggling as the entire world is struggling during this. Mm -hmm. So what am I without my career? What am I without my passions and my hobbies? You know, I can't travel anymore. People have locked their borders. It's not safe at this point. What do I do without that? My extracurricular activities, what do I do without those distractions of going out with friends for food and drink? Yeah. You know, go doing all those things that we normally do every day to distract ourselves. You know, if I strip away the labels, you know, I'm no longer a daughter, a sister, a friend, a fur mom, a godmother. Mm-hmm. What's left? <laughs> right yeah and that's that's how I felt being stuck by myself in quarantine you know lost like who am I without all of these things sure yeah and the crazy part is I thought I knew Mm -hmm. I really thought I knew and then we had this conversation during that time when I was messaging you and I was just like man (laughs) I don't know what to do I don't know what's going on like I'm feeling all these things that I never thought that I'd feel and you had told me to 
self-reflect like now's the time for self-reflection and I was like mm-hmm. I don't need to self-reflect <laughs> you know like I feel like I've spent the last three and a half years or more self-reflecting yeah. you know I shouldn't and I guess I just a part of me too felt like I shouldn't feel this way yeah because I've put so much time and energy into mm-hmm. working on myself that I kind of I was harder on myself than I probably should have been like why mm-hmm. are you feeling this way you shouldn't feel this way but I think at times like this too it's just good to let yourself feel yeah all that you need to feel like work totally. through it cry um, if you have to cry if you have to like, and trust me I cry binge I eat if you have to <laughs> yes, yes do it work all. out if you have to do whatever you gotta do do what you gotta do to just feel it and it's funny because I know people say you know take the advice that you give someone else and do that for yourself mm-hmm but it's always easier said than done. Because yeah. I've told people, you know, like, it's okay to feel upset. It's okay to feel some type of way about it. But let yourself feel it, get over it, and then now work on how to get past it, it right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it now? Mm-hmm. And I always tell people that. But in that moment, <laughs> when you're just, oh, I can't even, it was so, it was awful. It was awful. It's yeah. probably one of the, it was a struggle. That's all I'm going to say. It was a struggle. Um, but it may, really made me reevaluate my relationship with myself, mm-hmm. which I am thankful for. Because if it wasn't for this pandemic, as bad as it is, I don't think I would have reevaluated the strength of my relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just I'm thankful for it, definitely. Yeah. And because you are, you like you look yourself in the mirror, and that's you strip away it all, all the armor. Yeah. And I'm good at putting on armor. Yeah. And you take it all away and you really got to figure out what's left. Mm-hmm. And all of those things, and it's not to say that they aren't relevant to you, but um, people have this weird relationship with things that are superficial. They think that they're just material, mm-hmm. but superficial things are just things that sit on the surface. So... Like how we were talking about, or like how you were talking about certain labels that you placed on yourself. Those are all labels yeah. that you chose. They're not who you are. Mm-hmm. And that is also something very important to differentiate in the time of self reflection and that you got the opportunity to confront that a lot of yeah. people don't is learning how to separate who you are from what you are. They're, they're two different things. Yeah. Um, what you are is what you, what you choose to define yourself by, and who you are is just that's just who you are. Like yeah. deep down, that's who you are. That is who you are. Yeah. And I think it's we live in a time where I think society and the people around us really dictate what we mm-hmm. are. Oh yeah. And we lose sight of who we are. Yep. And so it's so easy to get lost in what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be a daughter. I'm supposed to be a sister. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be these things. I'm supposed to be a nurse. Yeah. But who am I? Mm-hmm. And I've done work on that, but I guess just not to the degree that I thought I did. Like, I thought I, yeah. I did it better than I actually have. Mm-hmm. So we need to a lot of us just need to take a step back and realize that we don't have to be what society says we should be that we should just stay true to who we are yeah and actually being able to do the work to realize who that is yeah 
to、yeah. not worry about what others are gonna judge you on or how they're gonna look at you. It's just being comfortable、mm-hmm. with who you are and staying true to that. Yeah, and for like, we talked about this before. Anybody that's listening, that's like going through the same thing, and may even be younger than us or even older than us, and just、mm-hmm. it's not easy being comfortable with who you are. It's, it isn't. It's a lie for people to say that it's going to be easy once you figure out who you are and you can be、mm-hmm. whoever you want in the world. It's not that easy. It really isn't. It's an everyday struggle where you're trying to justify everything you are doing from everything that is expected of you. But just、yeah. know that it's a lot more valuable to yourself when you just. Do what you want to do, and you're open to having the conversation. If somebody else doesn't find what you're doing is correct, and、right. to have that conversation, and then to reevaluate yourself, I think a lot of people are afraid to just be who they are because they're scared that they're going to be judged for being who they are.、But、yeah, don't be afraid to be judged because that's an opportunity for a conversation. Yeah, and for you to like have that conversation with someone and explain why、yeah. and、mm-hmm. why it's acceptable, you、mm-hmm. know, and I, you know, you make a good point because. Over the past few years, when I first started really diving into just be yourself, be who you are, you know, you there was a lot of negativity, and there's things that I was doing、yeah. where I felt selfish. Yeah, you know, should I be doing this? You、yeah. know, but at the end of the day, I was like, no, I need to because I need to do this for myself.、Mm-hmm. I'll never be true to myself if I don't like stick to it. If I、mm-hmm. always let others influence it, yeah, I'll never be able to. To be happy,、yeah. and a lot of it was just finding happiness,、mm-hmm. and defining and that for yourself. Defining what, what happiness to is to you, and finding it in yourself. Yeah, you know, you don't need to have external anything external validate you or make you happy. Like you need to find happiness within yourself, because、mm-hmm. then again, this goes back to what I said initially. Once you're able to love yourself and be happy with yourself. Then you're able to truly give part of yourself to someone else and love them,、yeah. or love that thing that you're doing. But until、yeah. then, how can you share a part of yourself with someone when you can't even like? Do you know what I mean? I can't even. Yeah, I can't you can't even words, like. But if you don't love yourself, you can't even back yourself up in a moment that somebody comes to you questioning、yeah. who you are. If、yeah. you can't be your own backup, then you have nobody. Yep.、Yeah. Because. Yeah, you have your friends and stuff like that that know you to a certain extent. They know the side of you that you give them. Exactly.、And、in certain situations, they may not be there to back you up.、Mm-mm. So if you're not confident in yourself, it becomes very hard. If you not even confident, if you don't love yourself, it's very hard to be comfortable in who you, in who you are,、mm-hmm. and to to know that I got my own back because I know who、yep. I am. Exactly. So. But that's my story, and I wanted to share it because I feel like, you know, even though at times like this when it's difficult and you feel like you're alone, there's a good, good chance that you aren't, and there's other people out there、mm-hmm. that feel the same way. So I got through it thanks to you know friends that I knew that I could rely on that、mm-hmm. kind of walked me through it and just listened, and myself. Again, it comes back to me. I was able to、yeah. pull myself out of it. Do whatever I need to do. Mourn, be upset, cry, whatever. And then I was able to take a step back and be like, "Hey, Sandy, what are you doing? 
to fix this now. Yeah. And mind you, I still have my moments because I'm, you know, yeah. there's still things that I'm not happy with. I'm figuring it out. But I can definitely say with confidence that I'm in a much better place today than I was during that 14-day quarantine. Mm-hmm. What about you, though? You know, like, I'm... I think we're all trying to evaluate our relationships with ourselves during this time. Relationships with ourselves. Well, so prior to this quarantine, um, going into my 29th year of life, (laughs) I started to Mm -hmm. really deeply self-reflect because I started to get more into meditation. Mm -hmm. And... um, it's not for everybody. I I would not press it on everyone. I obviously would suggest it to people who maybe have a busy mind like I do, but yep. it was a great thing to practice um, because it allows you to self-reflect. Now, when quarantine happened, I jumped into a 20-day meditation session with um, an Instagrammer called Jay Shetty or he's a motivational speaker. A lot of people have followed Mm -hmm. him, um, seen him on Instagram and Facebook. But um, having a guided meditation is very different than having or thinking that you are ready to jump on your own and Mm -hmm. meditate. Having his guided meditation, he was able to ask me the questions that you asked yourself on your own. Like, what are you doing? There was one um, session that we had where he spoke about revisiting your... 10 year old self and instead of you giving your 10 year old self advice your 10 year old self was going to ask you a question and the first thing that happened is like i started getting really emotional and that version of me was like what are you doing who are you yeah and it was a huge reevaluation um, moment for me because at that point in time kind of like how you were you had all these labels placed that you placed on yourself of who you Mm -hmm. were but there was a lot of um things that I filtered and restricted myself from saying feeling doing because I was trying to live up to those labels that I placed on myself yes and just not allowing myself to just be like I for anybody that knows me and I'm sure as you go on listening to our podcast I do have a sassy side to me (laughs) and Over the course of a few years, because I moved to Toronto about six years ago, I kind of quieted that a little bit just to be able to navigate and see where I fit in the Mm -hmm. city. Um, But as time goes, you start to realize that yourself keeps coming out, keeps coming out, and keeps trying to tell you, like, just let me out. So the quarantine really allowed me to step away from all the social circles that I was part of. Um, and all the noise that was influencing who I was Mm -hmm. and I was able to just sit there and really ask myself even before becoming an adult with all these complex ideas and situations who are you from the very beginning like as a kid you are at your purest yes and that is there has to yeah and there has to be a balance between you know that childlike self of yours and that adult like self of yours because there's a truth in both of those 
There is. And it's, but it's、mm. influence, you know? Like when you're a kid, you don't、yeah. have all that influence. Yeah. And then as you grow older, you have more and more influence that just kind of layers on and、yeah. piles on.、Mm-hmm. And so and then I can see、yourself. the confusion. Yeah, the confusion's、yeah. there because you're like, well,、mm-hmm. I don't know. And, that, and that's the great part about all this, too. And one of the things that I do want to address because I see it a lot in some positive. Quote unquote positive Instagrams where they talk about find、mm-hmm. balance, find balance. But what I will tell you that I've learned the most out of this quarantine and just out of understanding what balance really is, it's going back and forth between the two extremes. If you're sitting、mm-hmm. in the center and you're this balanced per- person, you're really not feeling anything. You're not kind of numb. Out- yeah, and you have the part of balance is just bringing yourself back and forth. It's like, <laughs> what Bruce Lee says, be like water. <laughs> so, you know, you're just trying to navigate and figure out who you are in all of those two extremes. And、yeah. um, going back and forth like that, you find yourself in the center and you have the two sides of you.、Mm-hmm. So, quarantine definitely pushed that on me and I had to reevaluate myself. And,、um, you know, in quarantine, I. Have a husband, and we、mm-hmm. live in an 800 square foot condo. So it's not、yep. that huge. There's you know, places to hide, and, but you get in each other's way. And as I was going through that during self isolation, I had to also be mindful of the fact that there is another person here.、Right. And while I am self reflecting on myself and I am going through all the work, I also can't put that expectation on another person because I'm going through a specific journey.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for the fact that we're married,、um, there's expectations already. Like, that's a huge label. Yeah,、um, definitely. And I wouldn't know, you know, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,、um, in terms of,、uh, you know, being in quarantine with a husband or an intimate partner. You get an opportunity if you're privileged enough to live in a situation where you know, you're collecting money from the government and you don't have to work.、Mm-hmm. You get that opportunity to, I don't want to say dig deep because that's on that person to allow you to see those sides of them, but、um, you're, you're getting to experience something together that's very unique. This pandemic、yeah. is very unique for our generation. Definitely.、Um, So, it's another new milestone you're experiencing. People in long term relationships, they feel like at some point it becomes, it gets to that, like, now you're just going through the motions. Yeah, like nothing's really new anymore. You、yeah. kind of know everything that you need to know. There's no,、mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I get what you mean. You get to where that you、point. are just going through the motions. It's just, okay, here we go. We're back at <laughs>、yeah. it again, you know? Good morning. Hi.、Yeah. Go to work. Come,、yeah. you know, eat dinner. That routine, that very comfortable routine. Mm-hmm. So it just like jolts you out of it. Isolation has done that for everybody. So, I know you're, you're a big like, person on conversations, right?、Mm-hmm. Do you think that this pandemic has helped you guys just build, like, strengthen, I guess, your relationship from a conversation level? Like, being able to、yeah. discuss these things and how you feel. Do you think there's been progress or a lot about the same, maybe? I think there has been progress in an individual way. Mm. Um, 
because we're both trying to process this and me and my husband are two not i wouldn't say completely different people but we manage stressful situations very differently Mm -hmm. i'm very um intense (laughs) i would say (laughs) i jump into a situation i freak out like to the fullest extent and then i bring myself back yeah and i'm okay whereas my husband he goes into little moments each and every day Mm -hmm. those conversations have kind of forced us to really really think about okay this is the person that i've chosen to be with for the rest of my life (laughs) yes Um, definitely and under and really understanding that this pandemic is happening to both of you and you're both trying to navigate it the best you can together so it's Mm -hmm. really testing a lot of people on how long they can persevere through conflict there's nowhere to run there's nothing to distract you i mean you could play games and stuff like that sure but there's not too much you can be distracted by but the conversations themselves have been fairly they they've had some good quality to them Mm -hmm. um because we've had an opportunity to sit down and talk about you know the next things we want to do in our life yeah and it's it's this weird silver lining during quarantine that we're all like so what are you doing after this quarantine is over (laughs) what are your plans after this you know (laughs) and so we get to compare notes whereas before we were just kind of going about life Mm -hmm. you know we didn't get an opportunity to have a master plan and to even see where each other was at that point it was a good breaking point to have a meeting like it sounds really cheesy and i don't know if i'm the only married person or person in a relationship that does this but we have (laughs) quarterly meetings within the year (laughs) so official (laughs) quarterly meetings (laughs) and we just talk we just see where each other's at the things that we want to do um and want to do together or separately um but you have to check in with each other and this is forcing a lot of people to check in like yeah. really check in like how are you doing like i know you're not working but how are you doing yeah and i think from a relationship perspective like that any relationship right so this is your intimate partner your friends mm-hmm. whatever it's really good to check in because oh, yeah. we get so when there's no pandemic when there's no force to not work <laughs> to not go out to not do anything else we get caught up we get yeah. caught up in whatever we're doing whatever is keeping us occupied and we forget to just ask how are oh, yeah. you and stop assuming and stop oh, they assuming. know how i'm feeling yeah no. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> we don't know we don't and you can't expect you know just like you wouldn't expect someone else to know how you're feeling exactly right that communication i think is key to any relationship that we have and this pandemic i think is really doing it for us to force mm-hmm. people to have those conversations that we yeah. may otherwise haven't have had yeah and i hope everybody took advantage of it because i had a couple people who messaged me or i actually i messaged them because they were they somehow just popped up in my head Mm -hmm. and they've been saying like oh i've been meaning to message you but you're just busy or i'm just busy and it's like for the past two months the world has been a standstill yeah so it's take take the opportunity take the opportunities when you can if somebody comes up pops up into your head it's 
it's okay to just shoot them a text message. Exactly. They can choose whether to see it or not. Yeah. And I just, back to your comments about, you know, like, oh, you're busy or I've been busy. I am such, this is my pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. Because when someone says they're too busy or like I didn't have a chance to message or whatever their excuse is when it comes to time or being too busy, mm -hmm. sorry, but fuck you. Because yeah. I make time for those that I care about. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm never... I've used the excuse, I'm too busy, but it's because I don't give a shit. So just yeah. know that, right? If someone yeah. is saying to you, oh, sorry this, sorry that, I've just been so busy. No, there's moments during your day, every day, where you have downtime. I get mm -hmm. your mind is going, my mind goes, Liza's mind goes, Yeah. right? Like I'm on all the time, but I always have time to reach out yeah. and make time for those people that I care about. So, yeah. and I'm sorry, like, this is just a pet peeve. <laughs> I can't stand it when that's an excuse. Like, if you love somebody, just, just make the time. Check in, see how they're yeah. going. Make yeah. the time, because you can. And if you don't, if you if you use the excuse of, I don't have time or I've been busy, you don't really care then. You mm -hmm. don't care as much as you think you do. So maybe that's a time, a moment for you to reevaluate re who's important <laughs> to you in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... I sent this video that had showed up on my Instagram to Liza the other day and it mm -hmm. was talking about being in your 30s and having your life and it's okay to call certain people from your life that just yeah. don't add any value anymore, don't hold any value. And they mm -hmm. made a good point. They had said, you know, I've maybe I've got a family and I'm doing this and we're just not on the same path anymore. Yeah. We have yeah. different goals, different ambitions, different things that we're doing. And if they add no value, it's okay to just walk mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. We don't have to please everybody, but mm -mm. really build on those relationships that are meaningful. And don't waste mm -hmm. your time chasing after ones that are never going to get anywhere. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you kind of stop just floating around and you're more mm -hmm. intentional with the people you're talking to. Um, and this quarantine, if you're privileged enough, again, you get to have a moment to be intentional. Yes. You're messaging people because you want to message them, not because, oh, yep. I'm going to see them this weekend, so I should probably say something. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. we get so caught up in that. You know, when we're in groups of friends and, oh, I know I'm going to see so-and-so, I probably should say something. Or I, I saw their story. Yeah, yeah, I saw their Instagram story. I probably should say something. If you have to think about it that hard, <laughs> you probably don't really want to do it because you'd yeah, probably exactly. be doing it already. <laughs> exactly. And that's just the honest truth and that's okay. Like, don't feel guilty for it. Um, and it's just that mindset that while your actions can make strides, not everybody is watching you all the time. Very true. Um... And the real people that are in your life will understand. They'll get it. Everybody's busy. People have shit to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, just being intentional is the biggest, I think, give um, takeaway from the whole quarantine for me personally. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And just, I guess just don't, for me, just don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And Give yourself some grace. You're only yep. human. You're only human and take the time, you know, take the time to just 
think about those things and who are you? Who are you without、mm-hmm. the labels, without the expectations、mm-hmm. from others, or the expectations or the expectations that you've put on yourself?、Mm-hmm. Give yourself the time to reflect and really think、yeah. about who you are and who you want to be. Yeah, you got time. Taking a poop on the toilet? Go for it. <laughs> reflect. reflect. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best thoughts have come from sitting on the toilet <laughs> and reflecting on who I am. <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> yes, she sends us photos. <laughs> I send poop shoots. They're called poop shoots.、Um, not of my poop, of me yes, on the toilet,、true. like not、Pooping. below waist, waist up. <laughs> <Yeah> . But <laughs>、well, we know. But those we are like self-reflection <laughs> moments, and. We forget, and that's a good thing about meditation too. If you ever want to try it, find a guided meditation. It gets really intimidating because you're like, I don't know how to be still. My mind is too crazy. So then find a guided meditation, and also be, give yourself some grace. You're not gonna、yeah. know how to do you're it. You're not gonna be able to do it right away. No. And the the point of it is to get to that point where you can,、mm-hmm. you know,、yeah. focus on like, now. If you're doing a lot of the breathing exercises in meditation, which I Have grown to love because I have very high anxiety, so your breathing and your nervous system in general just like goes nuts.、Mm-hmm. And so being able to align my breathing and consciously count my breaths has been monumental in、mm-hmm. my regulation of like my temperament. So. For anybody out there who maybe has very high anxiety and has maybe this quarantine has amplified that,、yep. I would suggest maybe trying some guided meditation. You can check out Jay Shetty if he's not your cup of tea. There's tons of people who are doing meditation. Yep, and like maybe you know meditation isn't quite your thing, but yoga、mm-hmm. has a similar、mm-hmm. um, yeah similar method, right? Where you're concentrating on、yeah. your breaths and counting、similar、them、practices. and.、Yep. Yep. Doing these motions that just kind of bring you into now, and even just look up、mm-hmm. mindfulness. You know, mindfulness and meditation kind of go hand in hand.、Mm-hmm. But mindfulness on its own, I first learned about during nursing school, and it's kind of stuck with、mm-hmm. me since because I really appreciated it. But look it up. There's, it's just kind of focusing on the now. And Ren, if you suffer、yeah. with anxiety, being able to just we're going off topic now, but just being able to focus <laughs> on.、Yeah. Now and not worry about the anxiety of what's going to happen next or the depression about what happened in、mm-hmm. the past. Being able to kind of just focus in, and it might help with your relationships too, right? Focusing on okay,、yeah. what do I need to deal with right now?、Mm-hmm. One of the biggest relationships I've had to confront during isolation is my privilege.、Mm-hmm. Um, I bring it up a lot because I'm privileged enough that I can self quarantine. Yeah.、Um, I don't have to worry about going to work.、Um, I can collect money from the、right. government,、uh, from the comfort of my own home, and I can manage my life like that.、Um, there's some people who don't have that, so it's taking the time to reevaluate your relationships with a lot of different aspects of yourself. And so, my relationship with my privilege has—I've checked myself on that, and、um, we're probably going to veer into this, but I'm going to go right、mm-hmm. into it. But it's pretty much checking my privilege with 
just my place in the world. And I think for a lot of people, if you haven't paid attention to what is going on, on right media, now in the world, I really don't know what you're looking at because it's all over everybody's social media feeds. And I think so for people that maybe haven't been paying attention, obviously, there's been a lot of traumatic things being displayed all over the news, all over Instagram, mm -hmm. that have stemmed from that very relationship, priv yes. privilege. With the deaths of several people, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Tony McDade, Regis Korczynski, Paquette, just to name the few that we've seen during this quarantine, those have been a catalyst for a lot of people to check their privilege. Mm -hmm. And we have this weird relationship with privilege in our Western society, thinking that it is only a white issue, right. while it is mainly a white issue. It is also an issue us people of color have to check with ourselves and figure out what role we play Mm -hmm. in uplifting white privilege yeah so especially being so influenced by it mm -hmm. and being like right in the middle of it we do mm -hmm. need to check that yeah. and recognize check, check and recognize how you contribute to that and although yeah. you can just say hey it's a white person problem we need to <laughs> figure out how we also play a part in that because we do mm -hmm. it's a big thing and like for me personally, it's been one of those during quarantine situations that you're being forced to reevaluate your relationships with people. Mm -hmm. This has just been another layer of something I've been using to reevaluate my relationships with people. And while we try to turn the entire situation into something so very simple we have to remember that it's not just a black and white issue it is a, a human, human issue. issue if you can't jump on that i don't know where your morals lie and for me I don't know if people on Instagram have noticed I haven't followed them. Maybe after listening to this, they're going to go look they're and check go if check. I unfollowed them. <laughs> but my thing is this right now in this moment in my life as an adult is I've had to check myself in understanding what my, where my moral lies in mm -hmm. this entire situation and to also see who I align with, with their morality. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody in my circle that I have to question what their morality is. Exactly. If you have seen anything in the past decade of all of the racist brutality that has vividly crossed over your screen and you are still treating the situation like it is just a pop culture issue you really need to check your morality yep. and i think people need to take the opportunity with their relationships to check people and this is the most opportune time and it's so unfortunate that 
our society has come to the point where a death is what is the catalyst for change Mm -hmm. that somebody has to die in order for you to realize that a life is worth something yeah and i want to just sort of interrupt i just want to point out too that many of us may believe that this is just an american thing that this is Mm -hmm. you know the the bulk of it is going to be in the united states of america and it's not i think we need to recognize as well that it's happening more than just in the u.s it's happening Mm -hmm. in canada look at toronto alone with regis Mm mm-hmm you know, that's and I know something. some people will be listening to this that so I went to the protest about two days ago and while it was to touch on Regis's situation it also was just to stand there for Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who had their time and took their time to go into comments and start navigating through the comments like they were the investigators on the situation and while her case may still have pockets in it that need to be addressed, it is still part of a larger issue. Yes. There are so many people that are quick to say the police have no answers and we should leave it that way, but the family has their answers and you have chosen not to respect their answers instead you Mm -hmm. are questioning their answers and in that moment that you are questioning their truths and their answers ask yourself why you're questioning them yeah and i'm pretty sure you will find the foundation for what where your morals lie um and yeah as you get older people's morals aren't the same people's beliefs don't align with you Mm -mm. and it's okay to cut certain relationships out of your life exactly (laughs) and you don't have to feel bad about it no we just in this point in time on this kind of issue it's going to be an ongoing issue and i've seen a lot of people really show who they are unfortunately Um, yeah and i mean obviously we're gonna jump into a lot of topics on race because you guys don't see if you don't know who we are (laughs) we are women of color we are part of that community the asian community um and this is one of those large moments in time i saw something on instagram I think you might have posted it talking about this situation in history and having Mm -hmm. children yep and telling the story about where you were and what part you played in this moment in time and that should really stick with you um if you didn't take this opportunity as like crazy as it is to reevaluate your morals i don't know what else is left out there for you to figure that out yeah and i mean (laughs) we're not saying to go out there and be this huge activist and do all these things we're not saying that no we're just like eliza had said earlier this is a human issue Mm -hmm. and so acknowledge that acknowledge acknowledge that it's a human issue that it's not what color you are Mm -hmm. or where you're from it's Mm -hmm. 
a human issue. So just think about that a little bit. Yeah, and that's like a big topic on relationships in in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're checking your relationship with your race. You're checking your relationship with your privilege. like, And with the people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it sounds extreme because I am extreme, but I'm for (laughs) sure judging everybody on Instagram. 100%. Are you kidding me? I I would be lying to say that I have given some people grace on Instagram to m- make certain decisions and I haven't because that's just who I am. I'm an intense person. If there's something wrong and you can you can take part with some sort of action, do mm-hmm. it. Exactly. It doesn't hurt to do it. Exactly. And that's another one of my pet peeves is like people talk a lot. Mm-hmm. People can say a whole lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. what are you doing about it? Mm-hmm. What have you done about it? What yeah. are you going to tell your kids or grandkids? Because mm-hmm. they're going to ask. They're going to ask. <laughs> oh, you lived through that? What did you do? Mm-hmm. And they may not ask you when they're little kids. They may get to adulthood and be like, shit. You that know, happened. I that happened and I want to know more about it. But at some point, somebody is going to ask you what mm-hmm. happened and what did you do? And are you going to sit there and say nothing mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. were too uncomfortable or you didn't know what to do because whatever? Yeah, I have. So what are you doing no, about it? I have no like zero excuses in my mind to really defend anybody there's so many Mm -hmm. different actions you can take and it's that that it it goes right back to what we were talking about the relationship with yourself ask yourself who are you what do you stand for what do you stand for what kind of person are you and you'll find the answers there Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's what the pandemic has really done for both of us We've had to self-reflect and be forced into self-reflecting and yeah there have been so many layers added to this and all of those traumatic situations where everybody's sitting there watching this as entertainment it, you're again forced to reflect and reevaluate mm-hmm. yourself and i hope everybody's taking that opportunity and that time um, because I, I know for sure coming out of all of this, there is going to be a lot of judgment. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like in our society, we all should be on the same page about situations like this. That's the crazy part. But, you know, everybody's on this earth for a reason. It mm-hmm. would be boring if everybody had the same beliefs. This so, is true. Not that I give excuses to certain extremists or (laughs) groups out there but is understanding that too so just you can't control what other people are going to do it is a disappointing situation when you see certain people not doing anything Mm -hmm. not even the bare minimum but you also have to understand who you are what you can do and do it (laughs) and you can control that you can't you can't control anyone else and Mm -hmm. their actions but you can definitely control yourself So just take Mm -hmm. that time as we have. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't already, you know, take that time to just reflect on who you are, what you stand for, Mm -hmm. what you want. Yeah. We all have a platform. What your morals are. 
We all, we do. all have a platform. We use it every day. And like Eliza had said earlier, it may just be having a conversation with somebody else. Yes. It doesn't have to be a public conversation. Huge. It's just sitting down with someone that you know and having that conversation about what's right and wrong, what your morals mm-hmm. are, why you believe in something. Mm-hmm. Just have that conversation. Yeah, and I think, obviously, we're not parents. We don't have kids. But I would hope that parents are addressing the situation and talking about it with their children because that's where it really stems from. Mm-hmm. All of the privilege we have and the relationships we have with our privilege and the re- relationships we have with race they're learned all of that is learned so yeah, we aren't born that way so having the conversations with your kids in the best way you know how um just also gives them the confidence that they have that knowledge about it um, and they and encouraging them to have that voice mm-hmm yeah, that one's big. And that that also brings me up to another relationship. <laughs> so <laughs> after coming back from the protest, uh, I finally told my parents that I went to a protest. I didn't want to tell them because of everything that was going on in the news. Yep. And I had the most genuine conversation with my dad. Um, just, fuck, I don't know why I always get so emotional. <laughs> but it's just the topic at hand is just talking to somebody who is about 30 years older than me and them knowing that these situations were happening then Mm -hmm. and that it's a crazy world we live in where we can have this me and my dad can have the same um event happen in totally different times it just goes to show decades yeah, yeah it just goes to show how far we think we've come but how much further we have to go. Little we actually have. Yeah. yeah, and just so having that relationship also with your parents. If you are, you know, lucky enough that your parents are still around, have this conversation with them and ask them, you know, I know this isn't the first time it's happened, so let's have a conversation about it. And I, I promise you the relationship that comes out of that is a, a really good one because your parents mm-hmm. get to see what type of person you are. Um. And, and yep. they also get to be educated about a situation, too. I mean, immigrant families, it's very hard for us to be outspoken in this Western society because of our relationship to being a model citizen. Right. So. And guys, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, a whole other conversation. <laughs> a whole other conversation that we want to have. And although, you know, the current world issues right now are part of this podcast with relationships it's also another podcast on its own mm-hmm. about race mm-hmm. yeah we'll we'll leave you with this for now hope you enjoyed our little chit chat about relationships during a pandemic and we'll see you next week we'll see you next week thank you yeah. guys Bye. Bye.